I'll make them all see that I could be anything I wanna be If you got a dream, then you need persistence and lots of belief, yeah Yo, don't take that Negative energy, I replace that I just wanna be me, I don't fake that I just wanna be free, yeah, chase that I got a new obsession It's helping and teaching and giving everyone a lesson It's living and winning and building something that's impressive I don't wanna do the same thing, I wanna be progressive all. Got a lot of dreams that I'll make come true Got a lot of things that I wanna do Got a lot of goals that I wanna prove And there's not a lot of time, so I gotta make moves Hi, I'm Kyle George. And I'm Rodney Harris. And you are listening to A Different Angle. I believe this is episode 26. Uh, so, hey, we're past a quarter amount of episodes. Don't know if that actually makes sense or not, but whatever. I guess we'll make heads and tails of it. <laughs> get it? You get it? Brooms. <laughs> uh, only, only you. Only you. You're damn right. You're damn right. I'm proud of it. But ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for listening to another episode. As we always start the show, Rod, how is your mental? How are you feeling? Well, Kyle, today has been better than the norm. And I have to say, I had a really, really fun day yesterday. And my body hurts. I'm sore. Uh, I walked around the Bronx Zoo for about five hours. Hey. I, I'm in a lot of pain. Uh, but good exercise. I'll you, but I tell you, I'm at about a seven point five. I, I feel good mentally. Um, it was cool to go. see, it was cool to see the animals and then that and in the, the habitats just just chilling. Um, I got to hang out with some gorillas yesterday. Um, I'm a big fan, big fan of the reptile and room. But the problem is, reptile room was getting redone. So they were closed. I couldn't see the snakes and stuff. So, but other yeah. than that, everything was smooth, man. I had a good day, and looking forward to see what this upcoming week entails. But brother, how you feeling? Oui. Um. Actually, I'm not. I'm not terrible. Okay. Um. I'll say a seven. I'm. I'm pretty much at a seven. It's not bad. Uh. I am excited. Next week, uh, the Four Corner Commentary, the Four Corners of Commentary podcast, excuse me, uh, the wrestling podcast that I am a part of is coming back on the 24th at 8.30 p.m. Shameless plug. I'm doing my Mick Foley right now. Uh, so you can go to YouTube.com backslash the Council of Commentary. Uh, also, if you just Google the Council of Commentary on Google, yo, duh. Uh, you'll find the purple ring, but I'll say the rest of that snazz it later. But yeah, so uh, outside of that, man, I'm jumping on a bunch of different podcasts. Also, I want to shout out uh, the new network and multimedia platform that we are on, which is the CDB Multimedia Network Brothers. Uh, I had the pleasure of being on the CDB podcast with my brother Ahan, the Shogun, talked about a lot of different topics that is releasing oh excuse me that released today uh so go check that out uh that was a lot of fun i will be posting it or at least the link and or clips on my instagram and twitter so make sure you check that out but that was an amazing episode we talked about a lot went off track a lot <laughs> just like our conversations usually do 
And but it was an amazing episode. Also, I will be on a couple more later. But once again, that promotion is late tour. Today, we actually have the same person we had last week that we said we were gonna have. We have Mr. Sean Young back in the building, sir. How is your mental health today? Man, um, I'm about I'm about where you're at, Kyle. Man, I'm at, I'm at a seven. Um, yesterday, I had a good day too. Uh, my girlfriend had some things she had to take care of. So she got off work and she took care of what she had to take care of. We went to the pool, spent like three, four hours at the pool, man. Uh, I don't think people give the sun and vitamin D enough credit, right? Because it really improves your mental health, especially like getting in a pool and stuff like that. Absolutely. And so uh, I had a really good day there. Uh, we picked up three more dogs for our dog sitting, dude. And it's just, hey, I, I, I told you, I told you about, about my dog fiasco last night. But, uh, you know, it, it's pretty good. And then this week I got booked to, uh, to do a, a, uh, a seminar in, in, uh, in November where That's it's awesome. a massive platform. Uh, the lady who, who fronts all this called me personally. And I felt like really awesome about that. Right. Like, cause it's not an affiliate reaching out. It's the, the, the one, the lady. And she wanted to hear my story and I gave her a little. Uh, snippet of, of my story and she's like I want you on so that felt good too and then she was like are you working on a book and I was like yeah yeah because <laughs> I got some stories and uh so she offered to help in any way she could so that felt good to have support right like it's good to have friends like you guys but it's also good to have support from people that you don't really know and so yeah man my my mental health is pretty well you know I, I i went to bed earlier than i normally do last night and i'm feeling rejuvenated this morning that's awesome brother um so listen man your beard's looking good you're looking good rodney got that big ass smile on his face like always <laughs> <laughs> all right so today um we do have a serious topic to talk about but then we're going to veer off and get a little more personal with some of the other aspect of of Sean's life and something that you all know that Rod and I are into, which is the nerdy side of life, the the fun side of life, if you will. Uh, but Rod, uh, let's start off with your topic, sir. Well, I was going to jump right in and talk about fatherhood. I know Sean, you're a father. Um, me and Kyle are fathers. We we take pride in being fathers, um, specifically being girl dads. We, we take strong pride mm -hmm. in that, and it's important to educate the youth of today, as we like to say, Absolutely. prepare them for the real world and what's to come, um, and teach them that mistakes are going to be made, things are going to happen. And how we're going to progress and move forward. Now, given your back, given your history and your backstory, you have a boatload of information that you that you're willing to to give. As far as have you came up with an idea of how you how you are going to approach, um, not only being a father, being a father, but going forward as as your little one gets older and becomes a a medium one, um, and how do you feel like your approach compared to what you what you used to be and what you are now? How it's going uh, to and, and real quick happen? before you answer, if only if you mind, how old is the young man? So uh, I have one biological daughter. 
and she is she just turned 11. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm so scared. Listen, mine is double digits next year. I'm right there with you, brother. <laughs> I'm right double there. Double digit midget. Oh, no. Lots she's, of sass. She's approaching medium one. <laughs> medium one level. Oh. Well, been, I said she's been, not a little one, little one no more. She's approaching that medium one level. Oh, I've been, here we go. I've, been a, I've been a biological father. I've been a stepdad too, and I'll say like it's the most challenging job, and also the most rewarding. Absolutely right. right. It's rewarding when you when you see your 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 child succeed. It's it's rewarding when when uh, you make that connection with them, right? Especially as a stepdad, like mm -hmm. God. Being a stepdad is hard because, you know, you're not, you're tiptoeing that line between being the father figure and role model, but not stepping into, hey, I'm your dad, yeah. right? Uh, but also, like, I'm looking at it like this, there's a difference between a dad and a father, right? Father births you, father brings you into the world, you know. But the dad is the one that's teaching you all those all those lessons. The one the, the dad is the one that's there every single day and day in and day out. And so I've seen the good and the bad side of, of these equations. I've seen the side where, you know, um, where the kids call me dad and and it's awesome. I feel great because I am I'm active part of their life, but I have to make sure that they understand like I'm not your father, right? Um but then I've seen the bad side of things where the kids are like, you're not my dad. Well, yeah, I, I understand. I get it. And it's, it's heart-wrenching sometimes. Um, but the biological side of that, you know, when I was in my shit and I was in trouble and I was doing all my stuff, I didn't feel worthy of my kids' love, right? Like, when I was, when I was out there playing games, fucking around, I didn't feel like I was worthy of my, my child's love. And so I did what every what we call them baby daddies or, or shit fathers or, or the ones that the modern feminists point out and say, that's every man. That's what I was doing, man. I would call my kid with paying child support, none of that. And then uh, I contacted my, my daughter's mom the day, one, one day, and, I, and I, I just laid it out to her and I said, look, this is what happened and this is where I'm at now and I don't feel worthy of, of her love. And she said, she said, your daughter doesn't know what, what, what happened. She doesn't know why you went to jail. She didn't, none of that. She was like, she just needs you. And that pivotal moment, dude, was like the turning point for me where it's like, I could have killed somebody and my daughter doesn't give a damn because she just needs a dad. And so, you know, I re-engaged and started being a, a, a part of her life. And the last time she had seen me, I was fucking drunk. And now she gets to see the, see, see the me that, that's sober and that's, you know, helping the people out and, and, you know, making a name for myself and not just a piece of shit. And so... It, that it's it's been very rewarding very taxing uh but on top of that like you know this isn't like a comparison right but like my relationship with my daughter is over the phone because she was in nashville just outside nashville and so that's that's hard right that's hard lining up calendars right and i can't be there to tuck her in every night i can't be there to to you know let let her know that everything is going to be all right when she's had a rough day at school but the best that I can do is is show up for her and 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 all that. But also, there's that line too. There's that line of understanding. Like I can't enforce the rules in the house because I'm not an active part of the house. 
And I don't know the day in and day out routine that she goes through. So I have to be that support system. Right. And I, I have to be there. Right. Like, so last year she called me and she's like, I just had a rough day at school. And then I found out it, it went not just from the rough day, but she's had a rough year and broke down and cried. And I had, you know, I had to be there to be of support to her and, and really listen to her and say, okay, look, boys suck. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, people suck, right? You're, you're in this weird transition phase where you're going from elementary to elementary school to middle school. And like, you don't really, you, you know, everything is changing around you and you can't understand that, right? Like you have to be a little bit guarded in some of the things that you say. But on top of that, like, because of that, that ushered in more, more engaging conversations, more fun conversations where she came to me one day and she said, dad, what's your favorite mythology? I was like, you're 11, you know, mm. you're 10, like, how the fuck do you know about mythology, right? Like, who is teaching you mythology that you should know this? And she's like, I read books. And then I found out her love for it. And her and I had like a three hour conversation about just a bunch of different mythologies. And, and it's just watching your, your, your children bloom into who they're going to become is amazing. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, I, I, I can relate with the, uh, kind of like halfway with being the, like, kind of like not the best dad, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, you know, my, my wife and I didn't have the perfect relationship from the beginning. And when Bella was little, little, like super, like baby little, um, I was with somebody else and things were kind of tough with money, like always, you know, money is always an issue with anything, right? Um, you know, when you think you have it, you don't, <laughs> you know what I mean? Life is life. Uh, but I understand. And you know, me moving to Jersey and yes, like, you know, I would get her every week, every other weekend or something like that at times. Um, but the video aspect really did help a lot, you know, video call. Like I know a lot of people speak ill of technology, but, but honestly, man, if it wasn't for video calling, this would be a lot different, more difficult, you know, speaking to her for all of these years. And don't get me wrong. I'm, you know, obviously, you know, the way I've spoken about her and, on, on the show and things like that. Like things are obviously a whole hell of a lot better thing. Uh, but I can get that, you know, I can relate to that. Um, you know, it's funny, Rodney and I always say on the show, like there's, there are things that I can relate to that Rodney can't and vice versa. And this is so happened to be one of those things because Rodney is like always there, has always been there for Angelica because of the way his household is and things like that. Um, and the way his life is. So, and and you know sometimes it's it's not a jealousy aspect either you know like being being the kind of that uh away dad kind of, like i don't really know how else to explain it but being that away dad and then sometimes seeing you know your friends or things like that where they're with their kids all the time it does get to you at times for sure so to all the dads out there if you are <laughs> well i guess we are officially dubbing an away dad um, but still being there in your kid's life and things like that. I know it's hard and I know you more than likely feel like you're not doing enough. Um, that is a constant feeling. And I think that's also just being a parent, but it does affect you a lot more if you're not there all the time. So at, at, at least that's my opinion. <laughs> uh, but, but just remember that you, you are, you know, at, 
money money isn't necessarily everything it obviously helps in life but as long as you're there and you instill your values and your morals to your kids and hopefully they are amazing uh morals and values and some that they can that the children can take and and evolve and make better and use to their advantage in their life you know remember that you are there and 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 you are worth it and they do love you you know and even if it's hard, man, even even if, you know, and and this is no shot to the baby mamas, but I am going to be speaking about something specific right now to all the baby mothers who are giving the good dads a hard time. You know, if you are one of those dads, you know, just know that, you know, hopefully it's not being spoken in front of the child and the child knows that you're there for them and and they love you and you love them. And at the end of the day, that's really all that matters. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> well, I'm gonna break that down for a second too, right? And I'm, I don't wanna speak about my current situation with my girlfriend, but I'm, you know, no, I'm no, you, don't, you don't need to. Yeah. What, what I've seen is that both parents, mother and the father, they get to these points of contention where they make the situation about themselves, right? They make, they, they, they take their child and they put their child on a pedestal and that kid is the focal point of everything, right? And they don't make it about the child and the child's best interest or, or the needs of the child. They say, oh, well, you did me wrong in the relationship. What the fuck does that have to do with right now? What the fuck does that have to do with my kid going to school, getting the best education possible? What does that have to do with yeah. my kid eating or my kid sleeping correctly, or my kid doing an extracurricular activity. What is that? Nothing, right? So instead of instead of instead of putting that barrier down and saying we can't get past this because you cheated on me in this relationship, or or you you did me wrong in this relationship, and if it has nothing to do with with the law, if there's no protective order, if there's no if there's no domestic violence, no no sexual assault, none of that then get over your fucking problems and stop putting the kid and stop making the kid the pawn of the, of, of, of the relationship. I hate that shit with yeah. passion. No, absolutely. There you, you can't, you should not put your children in any of your issues. They weren't, they didn't ask to be here. Yeah. Um, this isn't their fault. You know what I mean? Y'all yeah. went in this together, regardless of any situation. So, you know, if, if, you know, obviously we're not talking about the dads who aren't there, period. You know what I'm saying? Like they can go kick rocks, but, but, um, you, man, you don't understand how much that affects your child more than anybody else, you know? And even as a man, we always say it's okay to cry, man. Look, don't hold in that anger and frustration, man. Like, even if it's just playing video games, which I talk about a lot, but for a lot of people, it's an easy way to let out that frustration. Um, hopefully you're not breaking controllers because they're expensive now. <laughs> but but in all seriousness, you know, read art, whatever you're good at, do that. You know, uh, it, it's, it's just not fair, man. It's not fair to the kid. And like I said, if they're a good dad and they're trying to be there and they're trying to work and 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 make sure that, you know, even though you guys might not be the best, you, you, he's doing his best for his kid. 
look, man, you gotta, you should respect that. That 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 is not an easy thing to do when you're in a way that. Yeah, I look. I turn would like to come in on both ends of the spectrum here, and I know I never been had to be the way dad, so I don't know what that feels like. I don't know what that feels like to to not be to be so far away, um, and having to kind of work from a distance and try to instill your your knowledge from a distance, and it's not easy. It's not easy. I see got many of my friends do it and going into the, the drama aspect of it, Sean, you're absolutely right. It's guys out here that's still out here trying. They All right. So they used to sell drugs seven years ago when their baby was just born or when their baby was one because a, the environment they grew, the environment they were in was the greatest. And they felt like that's all they had, but clearly they got some knowledge seven years later. And it was like, Hey man, you can do more with your life. So give them credit for what they're doing now. Now, you don't talk about what they did in the past. You can't change the past. The child's already here. You can't go back now. So I turned around and I say this to all my friends that's going through that. Keep doing you what you're doing. Because you what you're gonna what she's trying to do is set you back 10 years. You worked too damn hard to get to this point. Now you're able to see your your daughter or your son. Every, every every other weekend. Now you're able to get to go see them whenever you feel like it after they get home from school. Now you're able to pick them up from school because you got a ride. Now you're able to do these things because you changed your life. I can't I can't punish you for things that you've done 10 years ago. I can't. I, I have a hard time with, with this country doing that. Punishing people now. I'm not talking about violent crimes. I'm, t- I'm just punishing people and especially the system punishing parents for stuff they did 20 10 years ago when it comes to visitation or when it comes to seeing it now i grew up in i'm all open to talk about this and i talked about me growing up in kind of like a brady bunch situation the only two the only there's only been three products from my mother and father there's only me and my two little sisters my older sister d came from a different woman my brother and my two other sisters came from a different man my parents in 88 just blended the families together and then I came. So I watched my sister every every year fly to Florida or to West Palm Beach by herself. And her mom, my dad would drop her off at LaGuardia. My her mom would pick her up at West Palm Beach on the other end. I've been in that situation before. I've seen her come once every blue moon to come pick up my sister. And when you're in family court, you go through those different things. And I've been to family court before. I've been through all of that stuff. It's not fun. And the, what, the, what they do is they look at you, as a man, they look at you like, well, why aren't you doing what you're supposed to do? Hello, hello, Your Honor. I have full custody of my daughter. Her mom lives in Florida. I'm here in New York. And you're looking down on me. I yeah. wanted full custody of my child. Uh, how am I wrong? Right. So it, it's there is things that need to be changed as far as when it comes down to getting the kids involved in that kind of situation. Look, folks, if you, we always say it, you want to have fun, you want to lay down, you better be ready to get down with the get down. I'm telling you right now, it, it, best way not to, best way not to put yourself in the situation is not to do it at all. Okay? But when you lay down, you, you, you love, you claim you love somebody, you put yourself in that situation, the, you decide 
to make that decision and then you decide to take that next step and go through with the process those are the things that come with it yeah you have to understand that's very important you just can't go out here having children with anybody all willy-nilly that goes men or women okay you gotta understand that pay attention to what's going down now, sometimes Granted. things do happen I was just about to say that. Granted, uh, things happen. You you take all the necessary steps and everything was going perfect. And then, you know, sometimes things happen. Blessings happen. I don't ever look at kids as mistakes. They're blessings, man. My my girlfriend has a a friend that has had eight abortions. And I'm like, close your goddamn legs. Stop falling in love with every man. Right? Like, I can't imagine what you put your body through at that point. Oh. Man, just got me Even mentally, you know, yeah. just what you're doing to yourself mentally, and, and it's not—it's not easy for some people to even go through go through it one time, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, like it, it's important because we, this guys, this guys out here really trying, and I can only imagine as far as veterans when you when we talk about the mental health of veterans, and we're just being called an everyday guy. We're just an everyday guy. Go to work. Go do what we do. But for veterans, it's different to go from to vet life to, to to go from enlisted to civilian life, and still got this going on up here. Right. Then I gotta go home and be worried about being a father. Like we we seen all the movies. We we um I'm thinking the movie what was damn it wasn't American Sniper like that? Well, that yeah. that one was like that. Um, the movie with Jake Gyllenhaal and um, oh, Tobey Maguire. Oh yeah, 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 that one. That and he, how he came back at his, he was just always in rage, and then him sleeping with his brother's wife didn't help anything yeah. of the situation. <laughs> um, but and we see this from time to time where things get escalated. Now, I don't want you around the kids. Well, maybe the best thing for him to do is to be around the kids. Yeah. Because that's keeping him now. Grant, I don't, I don't, I don't feel like using the kids as a crutch to to fix this up here is the greatest thing no. in the world all the time. But if it's gonna, if it's him seeing that vision of his children, draw something up here saying, okay, maybe I should take the extra step to go talk to somebody or go try to get me on the right narrow path because I have to live longer for them. That's where that progression of the positivity can come, yeah. instead of just looking at it as a negative all the time. Oh, you're always enraged, you're always angry, you always got stuff going on. No, maybe that vision of seeing his children or her seeing her children might escalate a situation. Saying, "All right, I gotta do better. I have to do something." Right. Think about it like this, right? And it's a, a shitty comparison, but it, it it's the only one I could come up with. When we introduce an animal to the family, right, brand new animal, right, we bring them in on a on a chain. Depending on the breed of dog, you put you put a muzzle on the dog. We bring them in, introduce them until there's a level of comfortability. And then you take that muzzle off when you're aware that that animal is not going to attack, right? And then you take the leash off, and then you might put them in a kennel to sleep to get no, you know, used to used to the, mm-hmm. the house, and then. You transition them out to where they're a full, you know, they have full access to the house. They can lay in the bed. They can lay in the kid's bed, you know, and, and then that animal becomes an integrated part of the family. Right. That's what needs to happen. Right. And we, you know, when when somebody comes back and they're angry or they're frustrated, you don't just seclude them from that part of the family and say, hey, sorry, dude, you only have access to me and not the kids. Like, yeah, 
you're not integrating that person, that veteran, that per, you know, and I'll, I'll even go as far as to say somebody who served time in jail because it's the same thing, you know, because there's that, that institutionalization that's there. Mm-hmm. You don't, right. you don't, you don't just, you don't just say, oh, sorry, you went to jail, dude. We can't have you around the kids. You gotta, you gotta do like introductions, right? Maybe, maybe go to dinner one time, and and sit down and have a dinner. Okay, cool. I feel comfortable. You know, let's let's do a day out. Okay, that's cool. Uh, let's let's do let's do some, you know, a, a spending the night one time. All right, that's cool. All right, fine. You can move move back in fully. But that's also the under the understanding that that person that is being integrated back into the family isn't acting like a dickhead and doing the same thing that they were doing. Exactly. Now, I want the two things I wanted to touch on. That's why in the African American community, this was very prominent. When people would come home, their mom always threw them a come home party. And people you laugh like you celebrating, you celebrating criminals coming home. No, not necessarily. I'm I'm happy to see my son, and I can't punish him. He's already punished enough. Now, if he comes home and does the same thing, he goes right back in there. That's on him. But I'm happy to see my son. I want him to feel like we're all happy to see him. Please come down. We're not having cake and ice cream. We're just welcoming him back to family. We're welcoming him back to, hey, guys, yeah, I know he got out. I know he did something really, really messed up. But he paid his debt to society. It's done. Let's move on now. And people used to laugh at that because I know a couple of friends who had come home parties. And... The, the parties were fun. I go a lot of parties. It was a good time, but it was we were happy to see them, and we was like, "Hey, man, man, just welcome home, man." And yeah. like they, they always look at you, and go, "I'm just happy to be home, man. Happy to be home. That's it." And you move on from there. I always throw up a reference. It's always my favorite TV show on the, on the show. This week's reference is Trailer Park Boys. I love the show Trailer Park Boys. I'm a super duper fan. It's one thing about Ricky from Trailer Park Boys. He always winds up going to jail. But when it comes down to his daughter, Trinity, what does he always do? He always finds a way, by hook or by crook, to find a way to get his daughter everything she needs. And he hates watching it. The times that he didn't go to jail was when he was closer to his daughter. And when he wanted his family to be around. Was he the brightest person in the world as a character? No. But you don't have to be the smartest man in the world to know that some, that you have something of value that you really, really love and care about. So when he, the only time, the two times he didn't go to jail on the whole show was when he was super duper close with his daughter. And I always thought that out of the silliness of this whole entire show, those little messages in there are very important. I thought it was really, really cool. Definitely. Um, Rob, what was the other topic you wanted to cover today? Well, well, I know we can jump right here. I can't believe that was a super duper serious, um, intense. Um, I thought we were going to end with the, uh, with the, with the conversation of what can we do better as far as the next steps to take in this country. But before we do, let's, let's change up the vibe a little bit. Let's get a little fun. Well, it's been a lot, very, very, claws out, you know, talking about fatherhood and look, we're all happy to be dads, but Sean, you got a happy side about your brother. Oh, yeah. It's not always claws out. Come on, we enjoy wrestling. Why so serious? And we enjoy (laughs) movies. That's a great segue. Um, 
<laughs> right, just, ain't it? Just tell us. And tell music. Us and music, hey, man, who, who don't like music? True. Who don't like music? I never mess with I hate music. Keep, keep the radio Nazis off. Like, Even they like music. <laughs> music is <laughs> the devil. Even they music. like music. Goddamn devil. So, <laughs> the I, God damn. so tell us a little bit about what you're into, even sports, music, movies. Let's get to know Sean on a personal level. All right. So I grew up, uh, you know, and I'll, I'll hit the sports because sports is big in New York. Oh, yeah. I grew up, I grew up uh, a Yankees fan. Um, my, my, my dad introduced me to baseball, World Series 97, Boston, the Yankees, mm-hmm. and, and the Yankees. Mm-hmm. And uh, turn on TV. My favorite player before I even watched, like I just had magazines with Derek Jeter, and and he was like, he was like, in this house, you're a Yankees fan. That's it, <laughs> right? And I was like, all right, cool. And that's the only team that him and I agree on. Um, and so I grew up a Yankees fan, and so watching it, and then watching watching the curse get broken by Boston, kind of fucked me up mm-hmm. a little bit. I. You know, I realize you can't walk into Boston as a Yankees fan, so I haven't. I, 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 I haven't foot in Boston at all. Um, one of my dreams is is to go to Yankee Stadium, old Yankee Stadium. I don't know if it's still staying in the, the new one. It's um, not. Ah, okay. Yeah, they well, changed. It's the same thing with what they did with Shea and City Field. They tore mm-hmm. down Shea and rebuilt. rebuilt. I think it should have been a fucking uh, memorial to Yankees, like a museum or something. Yeah. That would have been cool. Like, um, even if they just made it, like, a New York sports museum, yeah. like, that would have been dope. Yeah. I'm not so active in baseball anymore. Uh, I, I don't follow so much. Uh, football, I'm a little bit more involved in the football, but not much. I'm a Redskins, Commanders, you name them, football team fan. <laughs> whatever whatever they choose. Whatever they've chosen their name to be this 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 year, um, I heard that there's that there's a, a petition to get them put back to the Redskins. So that yeah, really. uh, the uh, the understanding was they just wanted them to remove the Redskin name because of um, Dan Snyder, mm-hmm. and now right. that he sold the team, they wanted to go back to the Redskins. Mm-hmm. They they wanted to expose Dan Snyder for what he really was, yeah, and they and they they get him up up out of there now because. Because you really think about it, if the reservations and the tribes don't have an issue with it, and they're being paid like the Blackhawks pay a, the tribe, the Blackhawk tribe to use the name, um, the Sentinels get paid to use the name. So um, that's why those everyone's like, "What about the Chicago Blackhawks?" Well, Chicago's kicking money up to the tribe. That's why they said, "No, we're gonna step back. Let you do your thing." NHL paying me, I, I ain't gonna mess with my check. So for real, for the Commanders or Washington Football Team or wherever they gonna decide to be. I, I hope, I hope they don't go back to that. That was don't so terrible. <laughs> that was so bad. It was it's so the Giants bad. versus the Washington Football. No, no, this yeah. is not the Premier League. Right when I <laughs> when I do a fantasy when I do a fantasy franchise in Madden and and I'm picking the Washington Football Team, I feel a little bit. Feel a little bit dirty, wrong. dirty, yeah. <laughs> dirty. Right? Right? It's like it's like it's like it's like you know picking the Steelers for anything. You feel dirty. Oh jeez. Nah, if I'm if I'm gonna pick the Washington Football Team, I'm immediately picking owner mode and relocating you. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to Albuquerque. Like <laughs> you will be the Albuquerque, New Mexico, um, flying squirrels. Don't play with me. 
You like football team in Toronto? Like move to I'll be the be the mountain because they in Madden they give you certain like you move to London. Yeah, you can move to Toronto. You can move to New Mexico. So I moved to Toronto multiple times, became Mountie. So don't laugh at that. That's the name they gave me. I I'm not. I I'm didn't not, pick it. Listen, I didn't pick it. I, don't know. I thought you was referencing the Mountie. You know what I'm saying? Hey, That's listen. a wrestling reference. If y'all don't know, yeah. um, Sean, since we are speaking about your life, and I am the nerd of the group. I mean, a little more of Rodney, depending on the situation. He's more sports. I'm more of the other stuff. Um, I'm gonna hit you with a couple. What's your favorites? Okay. Well, what is your favorite comic book character? Punisher. Okay. Mm. Why do I feel really like that's surprising? Really uh, no, it's really uh, um, That's racist. I'm joking. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> no, he likes guns. You like guns. It makes sense. Um, uh, favorite video game franchise? Ooh. Mm. And you want, do you want specific genres? Because I could give you a couple real quick. Yeah, yeah. All right, sports. I don't even want to <laughs> say it. I, I, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll say any rep, and it, it's kind of hard because it's not really a franchise, but any any 64 game named or uh, made by THQ. So, okay, no, fair enough. Fair no enough, mercy. No Mercy, yeah. WrestleMania 2000, WCW Revenge, all of them. All right, so you're so you're N sixty four wrestling. Yeah. That's your that's your genre. Okay, I got you. Yeah. Um, let's go action. Mm. Like action, like Duty. platformer, maybe either. Pla- which one? Call the Duty. Okay. Okay. Black Ops. I have to say Black Ops because uh, all the other ones kind of suck. <laughs> Oh, the same sorry. thing, rinse and repeat. No, right, right. Um, that sounds like the 2K games. Um, oh, yeah. They're fucking terrible. Jeez. Uh, let's go. What? Well, you said 64. Okay. Um, what is your favorite system? Oh, favorite system. So uh, I like 64, but dude, Xbox. I, I, I'm Xbox all day. I know okay. people that play PlayStation, but you know I had PlayStation, and for me, Xbox wins every day, every time. Don't clap! Don't clap, Rodney. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> you you <laughs> just mad because I retired my PlayStation and got a box. That's Stop it! Mad. Stop! Like you wasn't talking about one in the PS5. Get out of here! I did. I did. I could have found do. one. Did you well, not see Spider Man, sir? <laughs> okay, okay. That's two. That's two. The only the only two things that PlayStation has that Xbox doesn't that I really really want is God of War mm-hmm. and Spider Man. No, makes sense. That that makes sense. But we have Halo. Um, yeah. See about that. <laughs> <laughs> let's not let's not Halo. act like the last couple of ones have been anything. Yeah, great. I I don't play Halo, so I don't know. If, me shit. Yeah, nah. The first three and reach when would always will always be good, but yeah. five and six debatable. Um, and let's let's go with a uh, favorite ice cream. Oh, my favorite ice cream is ice cream. 
Great answer. <laughs> uh, well, no, so <laughs> that I, is a great answer. I like peanut butter, right? I like anything peanut butter. I like pistachio. I like strawberry. It depends on my mood, but like, strawberry. yeah, strawberry's the strawberry. best. That's my favorite. Strawberry, Ch- uh, um, cookies cookie and dough. cream. Mm. Yeah, cookie dough, dude. Cookie dough is the best. It is the hardest to go to like a store and be like, "Hey, you want ice cream? What do you want?" I want it all. <laughs> Right. <laughs> I live right down the street from a creamery, dude. Like I can literally oh, no. walk to a creamery. It, that well, so I don't get it because I, I do baking and I've lost ten pounds since I started baking. I don't hey. get it, right? But but like I live I I live right down the street from a creamery and I grew up there, so like I didn't short story. I, I forgot like the portion sizes and I went there for the first time after I moved back and I was like, oh, let me get large. Mind you, it's super cheap. Like we're talking. A small kid size is like a dollar fifty. Oh, geez. super cheap, wow. right? So I was, I was like, I can get a large for three bucks. Fuck it. Ordered this large, dude. It came out like that. Like I can't even. <laughs> they gave it. you a bucket, <laughs> bro. They gave me a bucket. It just started melting instantly when I walked outside. Like, <laughs> my my beard was a different shade of chocolate and a different shade. Oh of my beard. god, that's hilarious. That's wild. That's hilarious. Can I get a everything split, please? <laughs> right, right. Just let me bury my face in it. Seriously, you can have everything um, bagels. You can have everything ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, for real. Um. Oh God, there was one favorite wrestler. Oh, oh, what genre? Ooh, '90s. Oh, so are are we talking golden era or attitude? '90s. Okay, ninth. Sting. Okay. Okay. Yes. What do you like more, exactly. Surfer Sting or Crow Sting? Crow. Surf, surfer Sting was classic. I mean, he had the classic matches with Flair, right, and with with Vader and all that. But Crow mm-hmm. Sting changed the dynamic of everything, right? Like you had the NWO, but then you had Sting, right? And like Sting yep. came and fucked everybody. I'm watching this series on YouTube called Reliving the War, and it's literally a side by side of of Nitro and Raw, where they go week by week. And pay-per-view yeah. by pay-per-view and like you see how how the ratings changed and shifted crazy mm-hmm. and like some of the dumb shit and why wcw went downhill yeah yeah listen we we're, we're saving that for a different podcast we love yeah. you Russo. <laughs> yeah. right um <laughs> no we don't Jeez. uh let's see where is the where is the favorite place that you've traveled to Uh, London. I went to, I got to spend a day in London. Um, and so I got to go see uh, Big Ben, Parliament Palace, uh, or sorry, Buckingham Palace, Parliament Park. Uh, got to go and hang out in, in uh, Hyde Park. That was pretty awesome. But the second favorite place, and I know that we're not doing seconds, but like second favorite place, That's fine. Nashville. Nashville. Love Nashville. It's my favorite Nashville place is beautiful. in the country. Yeah. I know right now my, my place is Austin. I love Austin, Texas. It's beautiful to me. Um, I know a lot of people hate like Sixth Street and Seventh and all of that, but um, but I love it. I love the music, the vibe of it. It's real dope. Um Rodney, favorite place you've been? Freeport, Maine. I have a dream of having a cabin in Maine where I can escape from the rest of the world. And I can go read, I can go write, I can do anything I want and just relax and chill. And I have to worry about anything but me. That's my dream. I have my own cabin in Maine right off the water. 
nice luxury cabin. Just escape from a reality a little bit for a little while. You're gonna be the next Stephen King. Yeah, that's my that's that's saying. Why not, Stephen? Come over. You want you want coffee? Come over. Come over. <laughs> so you Stephon right Prince. Here. Like, <laughs> Steve, Stephen wrote his Stephen wrote his a thousandth book right at my coffee table. He did it. He did it right there. You can you can change your you can change your name to sound super French and sell a million books right off the bat, right? Renee, Rodney, or Rodney, Rodney, Rodney Horace. Oh, Rodney Horace. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Some dots everywhere. Oh, it's 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 man. it's Rod apostrophe N E Y. Yeah. Rodney. Rodney. Uh, N-A-Y, excuse me. Rodney. That's how that's how you gotta do it. <laughs> I like that. I like that. That's terrible. Mm. Oh, <laughs> be I'm gonna be so mad. <laughs> what did you do? We came up with his name. Where's our cut? <laughs> oh man, look, there's so much. Uh I, I can't even think of any other favorites right now. Um, what are oh, what are you doing right now? Is there any um, anything outside of the uh, speech that you have coming up um, that that you want to let the people know about, or any any upcoming events? That's that's the word I'm looking for. Oh, okay. So uh, I'm potentially doing a speaker competition at the end of the month. Uh, potentially is, is a big big thing riding on that, and that's at the end of August. Uh, I'm going to be doing it's, it's a speaker competition for veterans put on in Vegas. And uh, if you win, you get like $20,000, $25,000 worth of, of like prizes at the end of it, which is cool. Um, and so right now I'm just literally trying to book myself, you know, for other people's podcasts because I've done a lot for mine. I've had a lot of people on for mine. So it's time to give back while keeping mine going. Um, I have, you know, episodes that are still going. And on top of that, like I'm, I'm working on two businesses right now, starting up two businesses. And one is going to be, uh, a dog grooming slash dog, dog boarding, uh, where I bring dogs in, you know, I already do this shit as it is. So why not start a company for it? And, uh, so getting that started, uh, but there's kind of roadblocks in the way, but it, it's not going to be that nothing that I can't get past. And the second one is going to be, I'm working on, on starting up a, a bakery. Uh, I found the love, uh, a love for baking. Um, I love the process. I love, and it's crazy because you, unless you, you're an active baker, you don't realize like the precision it, somebody put it pr- quite simply, like it's chemistry. It, it's yeah, complete, it absolutely is complete chemistry. Uh, if, if you one ingredient, if you have too much of it or not enough of it, it fucks everything up. Yep. Versus, all of it. Yeah. Versus cooking. Hey, I can add so many spices in and it tastes good. Well, you can't do the add-ins in there. Right. And I learned that I'm trying to master cheesecake right now. I love cheesecake. I'm a fat boy. At cheesecake heart. is the best. Yeah. And I was working on a, on a, uh, Oreo cheesecake and I had everything laid out and I, I put the, I put the, uh, the Oreos in the, in the mix of, uh, in the batter and I, I, I let it set. And then when I cut it, it had a different texture than I wanted. It was good, but it had a different texture. So now I have to figure out how to modify it. So it has the same texture, but I get the same effect every time. 
but I made a lemon curd cheesecake. The next one I'm going to be making is a peanut butter cheesecake, but more like a nutter butter mm. cheesecake. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Rodney's head like perked us out like what? <laughs> right? But I got, I got dream. I like, I got dreams. I, I want to make, I want to make a baklava cheesecake. I want to make a pistachio cheesecake. Uh, I want to master cheesecake because that is one of the hardest, if not hardest desserts to master. Wow. Sounds awesome. Yeah. Sounds I mean, awesome. Now I'm yeah. yeah, dude. Right. Yeah. Starving if you pay, right now. <laughs> you pay attention to my Facebook and my Instagram. You will be hungry. Yes, my shit uh, is just all food. Yes, I saw. I saw the food, and, and um, I had to get all. I had. I had to sign off. I had to swipe. Swipe out. I can't do it. Um, <laughs> I think one of the next things that I'm making is gonna be is gonna be a uh, strawberry and cream cheese braided mm. breakfast breakfast croissant. <laughs> and he's like, "Fuck, I'm talking about it." All right, so this is what we're gonna have. We're gonna, we're gonna need you to do. You're gonna need to make it and then send it somehow very safely. No, it's easy. Uh, <laughs> it's too easy. It's too easy. There, there's, there's ways around it. There's, I, 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 I know that you are wanting to get into this a little bit, Kyle. Um, and talking about, I know that you said you wasn't a big horror fan, and I'm, I'm just watching the clock. I wanted to touch upon this because horror is a really interesting thing, where there, there can be some fears that, um. Some things that can be that can be triggering, and some things that can like really, really bother you. But you taking a, such a liking into horror. Where did that start for you, and what was your first horror movie that well, your favorite horror movie of all time? Okay, so uh, it started. I was sheltered as a child, so I wasn't able to watch horror movies from the age, you know, from birth all the way up to like eleven or twelve. My first horror movie that I ever watched was at a drive-in in Erie, Pennsylvania. It was Halloween H two O. Wow. Now saying that, as an adult now, Halloween H two O blows, right? Oh, Absolutely sucks. Terrible, terrible. terrible. But Wait, I, that's the that's the one with Buster, right? No, that's uh, Hello. Resurrection. Oh, yeah, that's okay. the one with I didn't know. That's the one with Hello Cool J. In it. He's a cop. Yeah, yeah, she cuts. She cuts Michael. My, sorry, spoiler alert. How are you going to chop a man head off at the end of the movie? Don't say coming. I'm just. I got questions. Yeah. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> but the crazy thing is, like, you find out, like, like through doing research, that it's not a part of the same timeline as the original Halloween, which yeah. makes no sense. Does make sense. Um. Then you know, progressing, I, I watch Blair Witch Project, and if you talk about fears, like, I grew up, like, I live currently and grew up about twenty minutes from where it was filmed, and so. Like that instilled a fear of the woods at night, like that I still have to this day. Like if you ask me, hey, go in the woods, I lost something there, I'd be like, hey man, no, we'll go in during the day. Right. And that also goes into like the fear of the unknown. I mean, granted, I don't think that's just a normal thing, because nah. let's be honest, most black people are gonna be like, nah, dog, I ain't going in there anyway. <laughs> yeah. Like if you if you had woods, a street lamp, a sidewalk, highway. And then another sidewalk, I'm going on that further sidewalk. Oh, yeah, right? yeah. You know, fuck that. I, I had no <laughs> desire to go in the woods that night. I did that when I was in the Army because I had to. And then, like, I was I was in Germany, which Germany's haunted as fuck anyways, if you believe in ghosts, right? I was walking on this road, and you start hearing things crick in the woods, like branches break, trees, you know, snap. And I'm like, 
I'm, I don't need this. Yep. Don't no want it. And you are armed. And you are Yeah. Yeah. I, so, see, uh, with a man that's fully armed, I am not going. Because you can going. shoot, you can shoot a human being. You can't shoot a ghost. A ghost. <laughs> no. I keep telling people, like I believe in ghosts. I believe Allegedly. in spirits. I believe that there's good spirits. I believe that there's bad spirits. I believe the spirits that just want to be left alone. Yeah. And I believe that if you go hunting, if you seek and you shall find, yeah. my friend. Seek and you shall find. And people kind of take that for granted. Oh, I'm going to go hunt the paranormal stuff. And Go ahead. You keep on playing with people. Go ahead. Go ahead. Leave them alone. Leave them. When they say let the dead rest, you let them rest. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Unless they want to come talk to you. When they come find you, that's a different story. But if you do, let them rest. Yeah. Okay? Don't come find me. I tell people yeah. all the time, well, I'll go don't find me. Just let me come to you. I'll come to you when I'm ready. But, favorite, my favorite horror movie is, is Terrifier. Okay. And my favorite series Scream. All right. Mm. All right, class. And the okay. research the resurgence of Scream is like amazing. I love it. Oh, got you. Okay. Got you. I, I would say it's it's a rough one for me. My first ever horror movie I watched was Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm-hmm. Um I was petrified to go to sleep because I thought a burnt up man was going to slash me up in my dreams. Um, you didn't want to sleep on a waterbed either. Absolutely not. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, I don't want to get sucked into the couch because I never had a bed growing up. So I was I'm going to get sucked into the couch. But I was like, no, you're not. You'll be fine. I'm like, yes, I am. So when you, when you go, you see that like Mount Man Elm Street, you're like, wow. I would say the worst horror movie I've seen, the, like, the, I would say the worst. The funniest one I ever seen was Freddy versus Jason. It oh, made man. me laugh. The, made me laugh Bro. the most. Dude, made me laugh. The he most. said, "She's dead on her feet." <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, bro. What he said? Ooh, dark meat. Don't get that much. I was in tears. Tears. Nah, when he, <laughs> when he was throwing when he was throwing Jason around like at the end of it, he's bro, like, like it was nothing. Pinball. He was doing the oh. pinball thing with his <laughs> the hips. Pinball he was going. Nah, he, 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 oh, he was, he But not Jason pulling him out into the dream world. Like, yo. Wait, I, hold on. Hold on. Talking about funny horror movies, right? I'm sorry to cut you off. Oh, yeah. We got, we're running. I got to. What's funnier? Freddy versus Jason or Jason X? Jason X is just horrible. <laughs> yeah. Jason, Jason X was just horrible. I watched Jason I X. We rented it from but that's Blockbuster. Why it's funny. We rented it from Blockbuster. It was the worst rental we ever done. I, I, I look, don't. I had a lot of bad movies I rented from Blockbuster. Jason X was on that list. It's like Fast Nine. <laughs> they put the cars in space. Like, Come on. spoiler alert! If you haven't seen Fast Nine, you are going to outer space, and they don't explain how they got back. No, no, <laughs> they don't explain it. I don't know how they got out of space. I have no idea. No. Did they put it in reverse? Put it in reverse, Terry. Oh, no, Terry. What are you doing, Terry? Put it in reverse. But it, the, horror, the, the genre of horror, I would say the, the scariest horror movie that scared me, to my, scared me to my core was Paranormal Activity, the first mm-hmm. one. Um, mm-hmm. I remember coming home after seeing it, 
we all saw it. It was crazy. We all saw it the day before my senior pictures. We all came back. You'll see your picture day the next day talking about the movie, shaking up. We all were shook. I slept in my little sister's bed that night because I, I slept in the living room. I did not want to be alone. So my mom, so my little sister slept in my mom's bed. I took over my little sister's bed because it was right next to my mom's room. And I was like, listen, if I start screaming, you know where to come find me. My dad worked nights, so he wasn't there. My dad would probably smack me in the back of the head and go, took your ass in the living room. And, like, and it was, it, I was petrified for the while. I was scared of the dark. I was scared, like, if things moved by themselves in my, in my apartment, it was horrible. And then after a while, I said, you know what? It's just a movie. But then TV shows start coming out of real paranormal things that have happened to people. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, God. The OG OG saw scared the shit out of me because, like, the the pig hiding in the darkness, right? And then Mm -hmm. popping out, right? Like, I had to walk to work and then walk back home from work. And there was dark alleys where I was, where I I had to walk, right? And so, like, I'm walking, like, borderline crying. I'm like, don't come and get me. I didn't finish my homework. I promise. I'll do it. I promise. (laughs) I talked back to my boss. I won't fucking do it again. I'm sorry. I promise I won't do it again. I didn't mean right. it. I didn't mean it. I didn't mean I it. I stole my dad's CD. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll, I'll put it right back. I don't give a fuck. Don't take me. No. Pineapples, no. no. Now, if you're asking me my favorite series, the Conjugate series. I love the Conjugate movies. Um, I've been a very avid I'm a studier of, of what what they were able to do as paranormal fighters, as exorcists, essentially. And um, I'm heavily in depth in their studies and how they were able to perform and do what they do to believe that they went to Amityville a week before the Amityville Horror and he told them to leave because he didn't, there was nothing wrong with him. If only he would have just took their help. If he would have took the Warrens' help, this Amityville would never happen. Well, like them. Lucky, I have a connection for you that uh, actually did a lot of demonology work with the Warrens. That is wow. amazing. Because I crazy. always wanted to go. I'm probably most likely going to have to go to the museum by myself because nobody will wants to come with me. Um, they're like, dude, I'm not going downstairs in that basement. And with all them stuff yeah, locked good. up in there. They moved yeah. Annabelle like three times because the case keeps breaking. So they, you know what the process to move her is? They have to call like a priest. Mm-hmm. But they have like two priests, gloves. They moved it three times. The case, the, the, she keeps cracking the case. The back, the back of the backboard has a prayer like from the Bible on it. Yep, it's crazy. that's crazy. It, that's it's crazy. It's not a joke. It's not a game. People just think it's a game. Uh, if y'all think it's a game, y'all think it's not real. I'm telling you right now. There's a whole document, the documented series about um, Volok and about what happened in the third movie. Not, not, not the devil made me do it. Um, the second movie, what happened in the second movie? If you, there's a whole series on YouTube, and it's in British con from from the British family of the little girl, what she went through. They have the images, they have the video footage. It's not edited; it's raw. The police officers that came to the house, that ran out of the house after the chair got thrown at them, the whole you, thing. You know what? Before we close out, I just want to mention this. Uh, number one, I got family in Amityville. Um, not that I heard stories, but, you know, they, they live in a town. So it always, like, rings to me about that. Also, do you uh, y'all remember when they were talking about the filming of the uh, of um, Amityville Horror, right? What's it called? 
well, there's multiple oh. ones. The one with Ryan Reynolds. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. Um, he, him, and multiple people from that was on the set always said that that clock, when it hit like three, three, three or something, or when it was a three, three, six, something, when that specific number always hit on the clock, something always happened in the house. To and they were there overnight. So, to me, it's just it crazy because of every you know. It's just it, that's insane. Um, we're literally closing out. So, Sean. Uh, please let them know where they can find you and your podcast and all that good information. Okay. You can find me on Apple, Spotify, or YouTube under sitting with Sean, my beautiful ass beard. You'll find me there. You'll find me on uh, Facebook at Sean Young or under uh, sitting with Sean. Uh, you can find me on Instagram sitting with Sean. I'll fuck around with Twitter. Uh, but you can find me on, on, uh, on uh, TikTok at the beard of Maryland. You know, Sean, I, they, the people know where to find me. Just one last question. Yeah. What do we need to do to change and help the veterans oh, in this country? That's right. I apologize. No, no worries. I'm, I'm going to let him take my time. Yeah. I'm going I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to rock your foundation. You ready for it? Okay. Veterans need to stop blaming everybody for their fucking problems. Mm. Stop, stop making people around them walk on eggshells and take care of their own triggers, right? It's not your neighbor's fault that you signed up for a service and now you can't stand to be around fireworks. You know they're gonna fucking happen. Right. Do something about it, work on yourself. Secondly, if you're not receiving benefits from the VA and you haven't filed a claim with the VA, go do it. Because even if you don't use the benefits from the VA, that helps the VA healthcare system get more money so that you can help the next veteran in line. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's that's amazing. That's so amazing. Um, well, since he took your time, I'm still gonna plug you. You can find Rod you can find Rodney at Rod Rod Binks on Instagram and Rod, right? No? Yep. Did I do that right? And then Rod, Rod underscore Rod, underscore Rod, Rod Binks. Binks. On Instagram <laughs> and oh, at Rod Rod, Rod Binks. Okay, I got on it Twitter. mixed up. I apologize, but they still got to know. You can find me at Mr. Marvel 87, both on Instagram and Twitter and threads that I don't really use. Um, You can follow this podcast at ADA uh, pod 2023, both on Instagram and Twitter. And we will be on threads. And once again, I promise it will be active. We we will have polls. We will ask questions. We want to know your guys' insights. We will put clips. Things will move. I promise. Um, Also, uh, you're right. I I take that back. I take the promise back. (laughs) Um, uh, Also, make sure you follow the Four Corners of Commentary. We are back this Thursday at 8.30. I cannot wait. We're going to be on YouTube and Twitter. So make sure you follow us on YouTube. Um, As a matter of fact, we will make sure to leave all the descriptions on the bottom. But if you just YouTube the Four Corners of Commentary, you see a purple ring with four commentary uh, commentary tables around it. With headphones, you will see us. Please follow us, like, share, shot. What? Do all of that. That All of that in one. Like, share, subscribe. Jeez. Um, And uh, please, also, if you are listening to this on Spotify and or Apple Podcasts, please put a like, give us a rating, and comment. We really do like your information. Also, sorry, make sure you follow the archives 
uh, at 80, at um, a different angle dot podbean.com, I believe it is. Uh, also, shouts out to our new partners, the CDB Network slash Multimedia. Uh, love you guys. And we got some things in store. We're really, really excited. Man, what else can I say other than stay positive? And Rod, hit them with it. If you're looking for a different angle, we're the guys to give it to you. It's been a different angle podcast, guys. Love you. Peace. Peace. I'll make them all see that I could be anything I want to be. If you got a dream, then you need persistence and lots of belief. Yeah. Yo, don't take that. Negative energy, I replace that. I just want to be me. I don't fake that. I just want to be free. Yeah, chase that. I got a new obsession. It's helping and teaching and giving everyone a lesson. It's living and winning and building something that's impressive. I don't want to do the same thing. I want to be progressive. Got a lot of dreams that I'll make come true. Got a lot of things that I want to do. Got a lot of goals that I want to prove. And there's not a lot of time, so I got to make moves.